Hey everyone, it is Alessandro Gerzo and you're listening to Off The Stage episode 2. So to start off episode 2, this guy has been a close friend of mine and also we played in the same band together. He's made countless songs on Spotify. He also has a side project. You know, he's in. He's the frontman of Lucid and also he's known as Fof. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Adam Arif. Hey, 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 what's up? Nice. Thank you for having me. Hey, it's a pleasure go. to be here. Let's go. Yeah. It's, the podcast is, is actually just quite chill. Uh. Like, we don't have to, like, you know, be all formal in that, but it is what it is. We can just, you know, go <laughs> with the flow. Uh. Hey, let's do it. Let's go with the flow. I'm down. I'm down to just talk. It's, 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 it's a long time coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah dude, it's, it has been yeah. like. Can, um, when the whole pandemic hit like I remember I was supposed to play a show with Lucid like I was supposed to fill, <laughs> fill in and like legit I think it was the day of the lockdown that was when the show was supposed to go on Dude, yeah I remember that very well like we were supposed to go we were supposed to drive up to Sobenye, um to, to do a show but then then like I think I guess like a day before like two days before suddenly like it just got cancelled because the lockdown was on the day itself. So yeah, that was very unfortunate. Oh man. that one just got I remember like leading up to the date, dude. Oh my god, like we were practicing and stuff, right? I came for practice. I learned all the lucid songs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, poor you man. Like all, all that effort. First two thought about my like Yo, that, it kinda that... sucks now, honestly. I feel I feel bad for you at that yeah. time as well. And I, I didn't feel good as well because like Hey, you you wouldn't feel good when the shows get shows get cancelled, right? Yeah, so, either way, yeah, either way. But man, I remember when I was in like the Sunday studio. I remember I came and then like they were like, "Oh, there's a possibility the the, the show might be cancelled." So I'm like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> All of that practice for this? <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh my god, man. Shit. And then ever since then, the world has not been the same. <laughs> It hasn't. It's been two years since then. <laughs> okay, maybe not two years, uh, maybe a year since then. But like, still, yeah. that's quite a long time. It feels like forever. Yeah, man. So like, ever since then, right? Like, what have you been up to, man? Like, off the stage? Well, honestly, personally, um, before I move on to talking about Ben, well, personally, I've just kind of been on the low. Like, just pretty much focusing on myself, focusing on my mental health. Because... I thought being in lockdown, I I'd be okay because I'm, I'm like, I'm like half of an extrovert and half of an introvert. I like my downtimes. I like being alone at home, mm. but at this point, it's kind of too long and it's it's actually taking a toll on me. And I'm sure it's taking a toll on a lot of people as well. But like, yeah, I've just pretty much been at home, keeping on a low and reading some books, you know, just for that self-development, you know, self-enrichment. <laughs> yeah, true, true. I mean, nothing wrong with just working on yourself, but I, I can relate when it comes to, like, being isolated for, like, too long, man. Like, you just get all cooped up and, like, it's not a nice feeling sometimes. Yeah, it's really not. It's honestly not, like, you, you think you'll be okay in, like, two weeks, when, but then it just kept going and going and going. And now I don't even know what year is this. <laughs> and I'm still at home, honestly. Like, I've, I haven't been out of the house for quite a while. <laughs> yeah, dude. It reminds me so much of The Shining, man. Like, hey. like, Doran can, like they, they're isolated. And then, you know, <laughs> Jack Nicholson <laughs> just goes on bad shit crazy. He's out to get your ass in your house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. 
Man, but like, yeah, mental health, dude. Oh my god, it's so important. Like, it's especially to check up on your friends, man. Because like, I, it's important. I, yeah, and I don't know. I I know some a, a few a few of my friends like weren't okay, but like you know, it's always good to always reassure them that it's gonna be alright. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Hello. Is it better? You switch to phone, ah? No, no. I'm, I just restart my my Discord. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So this is Discord thing. Goddamn Discord, right? Yeah, Discord. Chill. <laughs> chill. This is Scarlet. Goddamn. <laughs> you know, like, okay, yeah. But, anyways, you wanna check your sound again? I I think I think we're good. If it sounds good on your end, I think it's good. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you you sound human. <laughs> I sound human. All right, got them. Uh, all that robot stuff, no man. <laughs> Yo, it's that Y two K thing, man. But, yeah. It is. <laughs> it is. It's just conspiracies everywhere. Okay, yeah. but where will we? What are we talking about? Um, yeah. So mental health, you know, it's always good to assure your friends. Like, make sure, like, let them know that everything's gonna be okay, lah. In that sense. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, it's it's really you, you kind of always have to kind of put your head out. Even but there are times where like personally, I feel like I have too much problems on my own that I not said don't choose to reach out. It's just I feel like reaching out, just I just can't get my message across when I do reach out. But I'm sure that's the case for a lot of people how they feel. But at the end of the day, like having friends around is much more better than having no one around. Am I right? Yeah, but I also feel like there's this thing called digital fatigue, uh, in a sense. Hmm. Explain. Yeah, talk yeah. to me about that. Yeah. So basically, you know how like yeah, everyone's like oh like you know we gotta like keep in touch like virtually and stuff, but mm. you know it's not the same as like human interaction end of the day. So yeah, you know yeah. sometimes like. You, you notice your friends get all distant sometimes it's just because they don't it's not because they don't want to like hang out with you like on like discord or what. sometimes they're just tired man like, yeah what? honestly i i feel it I, I actually feel it so much i feel like prior to to this podcast like yeah i haven't i haven't been on my foot for like two weeks like i've been pretty much putting my whatsapp on mute i, I haven't been on twitter as much just taking a break uh, it really it really gets to you especially when you're like working sometimes or like maybe just in general as well like general whatsapp notifications and messages like sometimes it's just too much and i i do believe that you need a break from it sometimes so i just got mine so yeah i'm i pretty much charged up my social battery so i feel like talking today so yeah nice, <laughs> thank nice, you for nice, having nice, me nice. yeah <laughs> <laughs> Nah, man, it's chill, man. It's good to always just take time off from the internet and just, like, you know, just be away from everything. Sometimes, you know, too much or so, yeah. not, it's not good, you know? Yeah, you might you might find something new, who knows, right? You know, pick up a new hobby or something, you know, have new interests. So, True. yeah, breaks, breaks are really important. Yeah, okay, so other than music, right, like, what, what's the one thing that you picked up during this whole pandemic? <laughs> huh, good question i have i've picked up like a plethora of hobbies lately um oh. i i recently got into f1 <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, i can tell i can tell yeah i've recently got into f1 so that's my current obsession um just just going on videos and videos about racing about cars i don't know and, and I'm, I'm personally not a car guy myself but like 
Something about F1, man. Something about the rich needing, <laughs> need, yeah. need, needing race, races all the time. It's just very intriguing. So, yeah, that's one of it. Um, the other thing that I recently picked up was actually a little bit of drawing. Because mm. I've, I've drawn, like, uh, when I was in high school. Yeah. And for a while, I wanted to be, like, a, well, basically a, a comic book artist but yeah I, I didn't i didn't pursue it no, no no reason behind it i just feel like it wasn't for me uh-huh. but yeah I'm, I'm starting to um basically rediscover the things that i used to like so i think yeah so that's what i got from this break just pretty much been drawing um f1 yeah that's that's my current hobbies <laughs> okay so to like add on like to motor racing right like is there any particular team that you fancy now um, um well currently I am I'm a Checo Perez fan man. Okay. My, my my dude went from last to first in his final race of his life and I am so I am so that this dude can do anything. So yeah, go Red Bull Racing. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's a plug. <laughs> but yeah. honestly, I Once think <laughs> I, I think much like this season Dude, Red Bull is taking the fight, man. Like they're they're bringing it uh, to Mercedes. Yeah they're, yeah, they're bringing it. Like Square Hamilton, man. Like seven is enough. <laughs> and and Verstappen is just hungry, you know. He's hungry for his first world champion, and and it's 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 right, you know. It's it's about time. Yeah. It's been at it since like what twenty sixteen. Yeah. So I think it's about time he he got a chip of his own, you know. True, dude. That yeah. overtake the other day. Oh my. Dude, oh my, dude, oh my. <laughs> that was bon- the the French GP, right? Yeah, that was a French GP. That was that was quite an interesting track. Yeah, they had a lot of overtake potential. Very high high speed high speed corners and stuff. So it was it was quite a fun fun race to watch. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like it was cracked. Like and also like I like how like there's a new generation of like F1 fans after the Netflix series as well. <laughs> well, I'm guilty of that to be honest. <laughs> hey, but honestly, it, it's not it's not a bad thing, dude. But one thing I love about like the Drive to Survive series on Netflix is mm. it adds more character to your drivers, lah. Like you know, you fancy them more, like you know, you yeah, get to know them more. It's more in depth. Kind yeah, of it builds it builds more narrative, which is good. You know, I feel like every sports, anything really, anything needs uh narrative to make it like, you know, yeah. boom. To hype it up and drive to survive, honestly, it's quite a good case study if you ask me on like how to put a narration into things, you know. Yeah. And yeah, and like, and surely enough, it worked. It worked for the likes of me. I I wasn't like um uh, like a huge F one fan before. Like sure, I keep up here and there, but then I was never like much. Yeah, you know, Mercedes. Yeah, ooh, yeah. But like after Drive to Survive, I'm just like, ooh, let's go F one. Lights out and away we go. <laughs> Yeah, dude, like, I tell you, now, like, ever since, like, Drive to Survive debuted, like, the the whole idea of, like, race days, right, it just feels so different now, man, especially yeah. after watching it, like. Yeah, I feel like everyone everyone just appreciates the sport a little bit more, you know, especially uh, how entertaining it was, like, how they portrayed it in Drive to Survive. Yeah, dude. And, yeah, and it's, it's so nice to see, like, which of potential history, <laughs> like, like, in the making, you know. Like, this is the things that we've been missing out before Drive to Survive. So, I'm here to catch up, I guess. And it's a good time, too, because, like, 20, this 2021, like, all the teams have, like, a budget cap. So, like, it's pretty much a new sport at this point, you know? I thought the budget cap kicks in next year, you know? Oh, really? Uh, maybe maybe next year. But yeah. I heard 
I heard this year pun like macam they might I heard last year they wanted to start this year so I don't know maybe they they mm. they already started or maybe it's in the works but yeah but but we're we're on the verge of a new era of motorsport racing ah true so to say yeah. because 2022 onwards they're going to be like new designs of the cars and whatnot it's mm, yeah. all revamped and shit so yeah yeah it'll be fun I'm excited to see how it goes honestly yeah dude so let's get on. To like just touch a bit on like the music side, lah, you know. Okay, that's it. So like you know, you and Lucid like just been like the whole pandemic thing. I mean, you guys released some songs, but is there anything you guys like you know wanted to do other than play shows like before the pandemic actually hit? Was there like any anything you guys aim for? Ke? Yeah. Um. Well, before the pandemic hit, we actually had like a whole maybe a year, at least a year plan. Uh, maybe two years, but like, uh, wait, let me call. Wait, yeah, it was a two-year plan. So before, if the pandemic didn't happen, we initially like we wanted to like have a little Malaysia to play shows and stuff. And uh, in the meantime, we were gonna write an album, but since the pandemic happened, we kind of we kind of have to like scrap everything you know because yeah we're just at home so it 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 really took a blow because like we lost i felt like coming up to that point um from 2019 moving to 2020 we had a lot of momentum you know as a band because we were playing a lot of shows we were we were getting the right crowds you know people are actually vibing yeah. with us getting into our music but then when the pan- pandemic happened like we couldn't do all that and that's when uh Uh, it happened, you know, like a huge blow to us because that's when we realized that our strength as a band was pretty much on stage. We had that energy. Yeah. Um, we we give it our all every time we play. So being at home and well, right now I guess we did an online show recently. It's really not the same because we we can't we don't have that um how to say ability to pull fra- pull fans the way that we want to, which is through shows. So we've been kind of struggling in that digital part of things, like pretty much changing from a live band to a studio band. Uh, well, home studio band. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a home studio band. And yeah, we've, we've been struggling with it well, a little bit. Like, um, how, is, how do you say this? Like, which, um, we have a lot of um, problems that we had to go through lah. Basically getting people online, you know, getting getting yeah. like our schedules aligned just for like a songwriting sesh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's hard. And we honestly, honestly like um hope that it, the pandemic would end soon, like from previously, like from like last year, half of the year, you know, like halfway through pandemic, we really hope and hope so much that the pandemic would end and shows would start running again. But that didn't happen, so um, we just yeah. pretty much at this point is just um, it's a drive to survive. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking of like like the online shows, right, dude, the amount yeah. of like new acts that have been showing up like on the internet, right, like it's been crazy, bro. Like yeah, like some of like a lot of projects have been birthed during this pandemic as well, and none of them have ever like played on stage, so. That's you know pretty interesting ah uh, to see and also for for bands that exist to pull like to further pull a crowd 
Man, yeah. the the social media marketing game is crazy, dude. Yeah, this is where this is where all of the influencers out there are like shining, you know, <laughs> because they're pretty much yeah, just doing what they've been doing. But yeah, like you said, like it's it's online shows are honestly a blessing in disguise as well for like especially small bands who couldn't yeah. get shows in general. So it was good. Um, the re the recent one, the recent online show we had, um, we played for Harmonies Harmonies for Hope by ah. Midwives, and it's a it's a show from the Philippines actually. Oh. You know, it, yeah. So we played we played a show an online show in Philippines. So <laughs> we managed to break through an international crowd in that sense. Nice. I'm pretty happy about that. So so that was pretty fun. And also at the same time, I got to discover a lot of local Philippine bands, and it's amazing. You know. Like the the music over there is just on like I would say the indie music the indie scene mm. over there is like a higher level than ours so it was a really nice experience and it was nice to see how how online shows like just help this to get to this point you know yeah, get dude. to this point of just like connectivity accessibility but it's still not the same as live shows live in my opinion <laughs> but it's there you know it's something it's yeah. better than nothing. I got. Yeah. I agree with you on that, man. Like, even my my like my new band as well. Like we made our debut through an online show. What? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, you did. You did. Yeah. I, I remember that one. Yeah, 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 yeah you did. You wanna be in a barricade? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, but that one was like so rushed, man. That's at least I remember. We I got the show the week before it was out. Mm. So then I quickly got like all of us got together. I'm like, Yo, like what's the set list? Then I'm like, okay, just do this, this, this. Like, just basically just played songs like that. We can easily record in our homes. La. Yeah. Because yeah, we just needed true. something quick and easy, man. Like, just shot it out. Yeah, yeah honestly. <laughs> Especially <laughs> well, dealing with, like, last-minute stuff. La, so, you know. That's true, that's true. That's honestly true. Well, in my case, I would be pretty much just play over our our finished products really <laughs> ah. yeah so we just um we finished sasha browse like we just released sasha browse recently and for the online show we played that song so nice. i pretty much just took the the file and just played over it uh, because like sure we can we can record stuff but we were honestly short on time uh, because everyone's like not mm. not everyone i feel like two out of three of lucid is still studying so they didn't really have much time and it was mm. at a point where like the the sem was kind of kicking up so uh, we just have to make dua and i just got them to pretty much record their parts and yeah we just slap it on just slap it on the track <laughs> and <laughs> fair enough <laughs> yeah fair enough right i mean like no one's complaining it's still our track you know <laughs> yeah at the end of the day like it's still it's still being played you know <laughs> yeah it's still being played and like we still technically recorded it at home so i don't see any problems with that you know <laughs> yeah, fight dude. me on it <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yes, talk me to like the creative process behind Sasha Browse, dude. Like, cause that 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 song came out left field. I feel like for Lucid, it's something yeah. so okay. so new. It's a new sound. Like, I think you guys are like trying out, right? Yeah, it's 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 new. Um, it's new. Well, it's it's. I would say it's like we. It's quite an experimental song. Um, mm. the thought process behind it, like. Honestly, we we kind of written the song to be like well radio friendly in our terms, you know. Uh. Like I don't think it's that radio friendly, but it's still radio friendly. All things considered, you know. True. So yeah, so how how Sasha Bros came to be is that we decided um, we as a band we were we had a meeting that one night, and then we decided to collab with um the a, 
a local producer. Um, he's quite, he's quite making, he's making rounds out there, having like a lot of songs. Um, named Kaizen, oh. yeah. Uh, so basically, we we thought of just working with him, uh, and he he's the type of producer that does a lot of maybe like trap beats, you know. He's a producer, producer, like just do the rumah and make beats up, and that's that's his style. So the gap that we wanted to close was like, okay, how how do we make this song like much um, like still sound like you, like the producer, like Kaizen, um, and still sound like us, like you said. So and eventually we got to that middle ground. Uh, once we start having meetings, and then we just laid down the riff, and then Kaizen was kind enough to accommodate all our wants and needs. Mm-hmm. And then eventually it turned into something something beautiful, which is Sasha Browse, and it's. It became our first radio-friendly song. <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah, and well, the well, the name Sasha Browse. Um, we just kind of called it Sasha Browse because, <laughs> like, initially, um, the working title of the song when I was writing the lyrics, uh, I just uh write it as Potato Girl because it was fresh off the episode of Untitled uh, uh, Season Four, the okay. the episode. The episode where everyone hates Gabby. Okay, you know? fair, fair, fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just like, uh, I was, I was pretty sad about it. I'm just like, okay, I'm not, I'm not particularly upset about anything. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not in a relationship. I, I, I didn't get out of breakup. So I, I thought to myself, like, yeah, you know what? Let's, let's write a song, from the perspective of someone who's within that Attack on Titan punya universe Ooh. and is falling in love. You know. With nice. someone from like with someone ah like they're they're both in the survey corps you know, but then like falling in love means nothing because like I I may die tomorrow you know that kind of thing you know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That that's actually pretty cool, man. Yeah, it's quite it's quite an insight. I think this is the first time I'm 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 on record talking actually talking about <laughs> what Sasha Browse is about because I get a lot of questions from people like what's it called Sasha Browse, you know like which one? Yeah. At least and, now they and, can just refer to this podcast it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm going on record for the first time. Yeah, so that's that's the story, man. Such a Yeah. Yes. Okay. So speaking of like Lucid's other songs, right? So mm. like you like in in a sense of Sasha Bros, like you you wrote it through a POV of someone else's heartbreak, like that mm. per se. And so yeah, what songs have you written that are based on your own? If you have any, uh, I I would say um. Sunflower, what I feel, um, yeah, those 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 are pretty much my own experiences. Our, our first song, single, complicated love, um, mm-hmm. that was that was based on a POV of my best friend actually. But <laughs> funny funny thing enough, um, like that song that I wrote for my friend eventually like <laughs> became my own song because like I would say a year after writing that song, I I would go through the same things. So. Yeah, writing's on the wall, I guess, but like... <laughs> Damn, talk like, about foreshadowing, dude. <laughs> yeah, talk about foreshadowing, man. It was like, honestly, when it happened to me, I was like, fuck, man. But 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 it, it did me good. Uh. It did me good because like I was able to like really pour in the emotions on stage when Complicated Love came to be and like when we were playing but, like before we start putting it out on Spotify. Mm. So that kind of sold the crowd a little bit. But it, yeah, and Sunflower... Uh, it was written. It was also written from my POV, but it was more of a comfort song for our for my friends because we, um my friend group, uh, my close group of friends, um, we kind of went through something pretty sad, uh, um, and it was we didn't know it was our first time and we didn't know how to handle it. 
we didn't know how to talk to each other about it. We didn't know how to comfort each other about it. So the message behind that song was pretty much to take care of your friends, which you brought up earlier, like, you know, in the tough times. Yeah. So I would say Sunflower is still pretty much relevant till, till this day. True. And our other single, What I Feel, uh, that, was just, that was just me writing lyrics on a really bad day. <laughs> but, but it worked out because, like, that, that song is about being wasted, you know, being, yeah. being really down on your luck and don't know what to do. And this is what I feel. So, yeah. yeah. Dude, what I feel, like, the, the song structure, man, shout out to Dom for the bass line, man. <laughs> Yeah, it did, did so well. Dude. It's a it freaking so well, sick uh, baseline, dude. I remember I had to learn that. I'm like, bro, why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dom just does a lot of wonders on the bass for us. Uh, I'm I'm so glad. I'm so glad that he's with us. You yeah, know, man. yeah. I should get him on the podcast. Dude. You should get him on the podcast. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Episode three. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming for you, Dom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, man, but. Yeah, dude, Lucid has, like, gone through some changes, man. Like, I mean, fun fact, like, for the viewers that didn't know, I used to play for Lucid, yeah. Yeah, Sandra used to play for Lucid. Back when it was still, like, we just, like, had, like, we didn't know where to go kind of thing. <laughs> Early, I think it was, knowledge. like, 2016, <laughs> dude. Yeah, we just didn't know what, what the fuck we were doing, but... Yeah, it was, it was, it was really on, I remember. I remember, like, the first time I met you, it was, uh... uh it was a, it's at that place that doesn't even exist anymore. Lifehouse KL, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, track, right? Like, yeah, yeah, I track, yeah, and and I was there for a show, and I met you. You happened to be like what the MC, MC? Yeah, 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 you were the you were the MC. So and then and then through our good friend, I did like shout we kind of connect. Did. Yeah, shout out, I did. Yeah, it's downstairs, <laughs> probably making dinner or something, but <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, shout out to I did. Um, we kind of linked up, and then that that was the early days of Lucid. Like we. We played. We we pretty much just got together, find find like a cheap rent for like a studio up in Puchong, yeah. and just kind of went on it, man. Like we went on it for like a year, you know. <laughs> the funny thing <laughs> is, right? Like we started out just playing pop punk songs, dude. Yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> but to be fair, pop punk songs like you know, I feel like it's a good chemistry check uh, for 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 early bands. It's easy to play, you know, and yeah, it's good. It's good, honestly. They're fun to yeah. play, uh. They're fun, honestly, really fun. Like, which I was, it's a lot, of, it's a lot of energy. Like if if you can bring that energy to a pop punk song as a band, then you're pretty much set. Yeah, but dude. once you want to start doing like slow stuff, that's where you get you get a little bit of problems. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, like yeah. the, the reason why I left was because like you know maybe like sound wise I just didn't like at one point like we were just like man like what the fuck were we doing, dude? Like so jump. Mm. Yeah. I I yeeted, I think I was the last one to yeet out before like the whole lineup changed, right? Uh, no, you're the first one to yeet out. <laughs> you know, I did, oh wait, no, okay, I did left after me, right? Yeah. But Josh was the first one, right? No me? No, Josh is after you, so. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So, oh my god, I caused the exodus, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, man, you 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 little exodia, you. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but to be fair, like it was in a way. I would say like it worked out for the better lah, right? In a way, for for Lucy. Yeah, yeah, I did. It, it gave me it gave me that drive, you know. It 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 kickstarted my fourth career a little bit. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, Dude, but... it was. Yeah, it was in that. It, it was at a point where like, which, oh, okay, maybe maybe this band is not gonna work out for me, uh, you know. Yeah. Okay, maybe this band is not gonna work out after after the first stint after that that yeah. year year long stint. 
And then I was actually quite considering to do like other things, like which um more things that not say I I super super like, but like things I resonate with. Mm. So I started experimenting with that. But then like I think when I actually decided to put a nail in the coffin, like I just I just got a show at Levi's and it was it was very funny because like um we had a whole Levi's summer competition in Sunway. Oh yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, and then I was just walking, walking down the hall. Like I, I, I wasn't really interested because like I didn't, I didn't have a band per se at the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. Sure, I was playing for Lucy. I was still Lucy, but like <laughs> I didn't have, I didn't have a band. Like it was just me. So, and I was walking down the the hallway, and then suddenly, um, one of my friends from uni just called out to me. Oh, he has a band. You should ask him to play. And I'm just like, what, what, what did you put me into? And then, and then it all happened so fast. And then they were just, like, oh, you have a band, okay. Um. Uh, you should play. Uh, see you, see you on the tour. And I'm just like, okay. So now I have to go find a band. So and then that's when the next generation of Lucy started, uh, I suppose the current lineup, which yeah. is me. No, no, actually no. The um, it was me, Doug, Dom, Milo, and this peculiar dude named Arif. Well, <laughs> I don't know where he, where he is now, but he's somewhere. <laughs> but yeah, so it was it was initially five of us, and then eventually we got John on to replace Arif because he wanted to pursue other things. Uh, so yeah, yeah. So that's how it came to be, dude. How, how Lucy is still alive today? <laughs> yeah, man, dude. Like, I feel like this is probably the the best Lucy lineup. Like, like it's perfect, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I guess sound sound wise, like that's dude, you guys going good, man. Yeah, we 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 finally found middle ground now as our band. Like through through those, uh, well, I think it's two years we've been a band now. So like those those two years of just like really just practicing, playing shows. We, we just kind of figured out how to play with each other. I think that's really important. Yeah. But now that we're not playing with each other, <laughs> yeah, that's that's where it's like ah, you know. It's a challenge, lah. I guess you know. Cause yeah, it's a challenge. Now, honestly. like just to keep the band together, like during this, like where there's nothing going on, right? Oh my god, dude, like. I, I understand the struggle, dude. Like, just to keep everyone together. Like, make sure everyone's okay. So, damn. Like, it's such a hurdle to overcome sometimes. It is. Honestly, it is. And, and most of the time, all of us are not okay, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, like, it's just... Uh, yeah, and, and we... And me being, well, the pseudo lead of the band. The pseudo yeah. boss of the band. Like, if, if my my mental health is not in check, like, things are just not going to go. And, yeah, it's, it's quite a hurdle, you know? It's yeah, it's mind games at this point. Yeah, dude, crazy lah, crazy crazy stuff going on. But, <sighs> yeah, man. So other than fourth and lucid, like you haven't been doing anything musically lah, right? Uh, um. Yeah. Nah. It's just it's just more more time on lucid and pretty much fourth because right now um lucid we're we're like. I guess we're we're just writing like more songs like, as we mm. go, you know, because we, we can't do much. So just write songs, uh, write songs, simple maybe simple on the shelf. Maybe when we release it, if it's good enough, we release it, you know. So we're just really taking 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 our time, going on the flow like that, you know. I'm still waiting for that heavy song to drop, dude. <laughs> which are, which heavy song? Ah man, I forgot the title, but I remember I had to learn it. Uh, cut ties. No, 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 got another one. Oh, uh, how could you? Yes. Oh yeah, okay, okay, okay. Dude, yeah. how could you? It's such a the the breakdown of it was oh my god! If you guys ever get a chance to listen to it, right, you, your ears will be blessed, especially well, live. Thing, <laughs> well, good thing for all of you, uh, 
well, I'll, I'll say it, it's it's kind of in the work. So oh expect, boy. Yeah, I expect that to maybe come out soon. Cause yeah, we 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 looked at a song. We're just like this is actually a really good song. Why don't why don't we do something about it? You know, actually put it out. So yeah. Watch the space. If the song gets five hundred thousand plays on Spotify, if you drop how could you? I'll get lucid tattooed. Dude. <laughs> Whoa! Okay, okay, okay. I, I, I will, I will remember that. <laughs> Dude, it's gonna be on the podcast. Oh uh, yeah, you're, you're on record here, buddy. You sure? <laughs> yeah, I, I want the smoke. I want all. Uh, the you, smoke. you want the smoke? Uh, I'll give you the smoke. Uh, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. Five hundred, five hundred plays, huh? Five hundred thousand plays. Yes. All right. Dude, you know, imagine if I just keep making bets with people like throughout this podcast. Right? Dude, I'm gonna be so tattered up. <laughs> You're gonna so tattered. You're gonna you 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 might as well just get those irizumin <laughs> tattoos. You know that whole yeah. the whole full body thing. Yeah. Just and it's all just band tattoos, man. Jeez. Yeah. It's all it's all personalized by all your guests. <laughs> I'm a canvas. Yeah, my body's a canvas. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Beginning to ask you also like, what mm. what made you just switch to full frontman mode? Like you dropped the guitar, right? After that, yeah. Like, uh, what was the decision behind it? Like, was it because of the the workload as a git like guitarist? Mm. It was hard to balance your output or that kind of thing. Um, honestly, it's not it's not much of that. Um, like I was I was pretty much comfortable playing the guitar and singing on stage. It was it was pretty fun, and all the pictures looks nicer. Yeah. But then, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the pictures looks nicer when you're you're on the mic and your guitar. But the decision behind that was basically like, um, we decided to get uh, uh John in to act, play proper rhythm guitar so that I can pretty much run around stage, you know, catch all the crowds. Yeah. Yeah. So to bring more energy, and and it actually worked out because like I had I had all the freedom in the world to just like talk to people, you know, not not really. I don't I don't have to care for like. Making sure my settings is alright for the next song. Yeah, I don't have to yeah. care for like tuning my guitar every other song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it it worked out because like, I I they gave me the space to it gave me the space to like babble through the crowd. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that's fun. Do fun like if listeners fun fact yeah. So Adam actually played lead guitar in the for our first <laughs> gig and he sang <laughs> because I did. Like shout out Adit man, but he, he fucking just left you to dry man when you were playing lead while singing. <laughs> yeah, it's okay though. It it builds character, I suppose. I I'm 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 better for it these days. <laughs> no, but yeah. like it's it was like for first time like first gig right, and then like mm. the the lead singer is also playing lead guitar. Like dude, how? How? <laughs> trying, to, trying to be like dire straits, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dude, to, but that first gig Lucy ever played was just a freaking like. At that point, I we all just felt like shit. No one can touch us, man. Like <laughs> <laughs> we felt, yeah, honestly, we felt like I thought the world, you know, but got the B for for sure. <laughs> yeah, dude, dude. I tell you, I miss the B so much. Like what it used to be. Fun. Yeah, Fun. yeah, it's so, it's so different. It's so different these days. But yeah, it's it used to be it used to be really like a pretty much a safe space for musicians to just show out what they can have, you know, what they can do, and we did. Mm-hmm. And 
I guess it, it turned out okay. We, we we felt great about it, but like reviewing, <laughs> watching the videos after, it was it was quite a shit show. Uh, no, it's okay. <laughs> you know, honestly, I feel like as much, like you know, although like audio wise, like sound wise, like we yeah. we we definitely needed more work, but but I just feel like whatever we felt like personally felt as a group that night, right? Fuck, man, no one can take that away. Uh. Honestly, uh, no one, no one could, you know. Yeah, for sure. For sure, done and dusted. Yeah. And then, and then, yeah. To the moon, no, man, at that point. <laughs> we took the moon. We actually took the moon. With, yeah. with, with whoever that was present to watch us. Yeah. For sure. So, yeah. Shout out, shout out to those who was there. <laughs> you yeah. the real OGs. <laughs> that, that's, those, those guys, legit day ones, man. <laughs> yeah, le- legit day ones. <laughs> and then, uh, oh yeah, speaking of like venues, right? Like what's your, like personally your favorite venue to play at? Huh? Uh, well, it used to be the B, but that's not really, yeah, actually no, it's still the B. Cause like, I feel like after, after that first show at the B, um, uh, I went on to play like quite a few more shows at the B and it got bigger and bigger as it goes from like just open mics to like proper events to yeah. like device to like go power you know and then eventually like it, it um, kind of like you know went out from there so yeah I would say the B is my favorite place just because it has a proper stage you know yeah. and, and especially after they moved the drums from the side to the middle that was pretty fun you know that's a so, good idea like, logistically <laughs> yeah logistically what, what, was, what was the drums at the side like, acoustically also it was wrong you know yeah, I couldn't hear shit <laughs> yeah so like so like after after that happened like it was really fun you know the, the whole stage and everyone's maybe drunk watching you not not really understand you so the B was really fun but what but kind of say, sucks across like when they when they put the barriers up oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. definitely definitely but that, those are only for like international acts you know like on on, on other regular days like local shows are there the you barriers sure, are really uh? there yeah, the barriers were there I don't for, for the life of me I don't remember barriers when I was I playing I remember when, when Nigel played God you know um, Nigel played was, with his band yeah that was for the Nirvana thing, no? Eh, ta, 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 no, that was for the band's thing, no? Yeah. I, I, I remember, yeah, I, I remember it was like, which a big show. He was playing with, uh, it was his band, yeah. Uh, but no, I think, like, certain events, yeah, they do have various, but for the events that I played, like, don't have various, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's pretty much optional, I think, for, <laughs> for the organizers. Dude, but I think, like, yeah. when Crown the Empire came to Malaysia, I don't, were you there? You were there, I was there, I was reviewed it. Oh yeah, we, we were like, yeah, but that one, when they put the barriers, I was just like, dude, why? <laughs> why? I want to I touch, I want to touch you. <laughs> no, like, I want to go up and freaking like, jump know, off, jump off, man. Like, remember Neck yeah. Deep? That was crazy, dude. Dude, Neck was fun, yeah. Neck I've never seen the be so packed to the brim, man. Yeah, and, I, and, I, and I'm just there like, so beaten up, so bruised up. My shins are like full of bruises from moshing. Oh, and man. then, and then I had to take a rest, but to pergi belakang, and then they started playing December. Oh, nangis. Oh, <laughs> Dude, I was at the front the whole ass time, man. Uh, I had, I was kicked out from the front, man. <laughs> Dude, I fought, I fought to like, just keep my spot, man. And everyone was just going right in front to the stage. I'm just like, yo, like, I'm gonna <laughs> die here, dude. <laughs> yeah, I, I honestly thought I was gonna die there too. Like I was, I was like in and out of the crowd. I, I literally had to like charge into the crowd, 
and then go to the front and then get kicked out back. <laughs> but nonetheless, it was still a fun show, you know. Like I miss watching it for the life of me. I just want to watch. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, Malaysian crowds, man. When when punk bands all come, some like big big bands, they they go nuts, man. Malaysians, we go hard. It's all that. It's all that pent up frustration. <laughs> yeah. At what also I also don't know, but. <laughs> yeah. At what also I don't know. At that time also like we still not super mad at the government, so I also don't know. <laughs> yeah, like it, it was a very chill time, but then you know, like someone yeah. someone was just pissed off, man. Some of them so pissed off, yeah. Yeah, all of them pissed off. I was pissed off too. <laughs> uh, but yeah. moshing is—it seems like a lifetime ago, dude. You know, it's, it, well, what what year is it now since I last mosh? You know, it feels it feels like it's been a thousands years. Yeah. Since I lay dormant. Dude, fun moshing. fun fact: like Crown the Empire after the Malaysia tour, right? They went mm. to another another country. I forgot which. They were on the Asia tour. I think Japan or something. Mm. You know, they ended up getting COVID nineteen after our show. See, wait, what? After the show, yeah. Wait, are you talking about the recent video too? When, last when year, this... last year, can they were here twenty twenty? Chinese oh. New Year. Yeah. Oh yeah, okay. For that one, I didn't go. I I went for the previous one before, ah. before that. Oh yeah. yeah, that one didn't have barriers. That one didn't have. Yeah, that one didn't have the, the second one. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I went dude, for that one. Yeah, they they got COVID, dude. After that. <laughs> Crazy. Well, well, well. <laughs> I mean, crown in Spanish is Corona, so you know, join the dots. <laughs> corona, the empire. <laughs> Actually, they did make uh, Corona face masks, you know, <laughs> with their logo. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, okay, that's good. <laughs> good merchandising yeah. opportunity, man. Yeah, good, good, good marketing strat. <laughs> yeah, dude. So, other than the new single that's probably gonna drop soon. You know what? What's Lucid's plan or your plan, like the end of the year? Uh it's pretty much hard to say right now because I feel like there's a lot in the works at the moment, mm. and personally speaking, I actually don't know how to go about this because like it's it involves a little bit of like distance and moving, so mm. yeah. So I I I feel like I'm going to band and I'm going myself for the band. I can't really say much because it's quite. It has been a turbulent month for mm. me personally. Okay. So moving forward, like I, I just I really don't have the answer to that right now. So yeah. And <laughs> yeah, that's it's okay, man. It, it the future is always a blur, especially now. Yeah, especially now. Yeah, but it's just it's just a lot. Of, but like I would say, if we were following our schedule. The plan for the year was pretty much just dish out more songs up, yeah, and mm. maybe maybe work into an album or an EP, yeah. Okay. By yeah. by by next year, yeah. I mean that's a achievable goal, right? Right. It's it's very achievable because yeah. like I feel like under our sleeves right now we've written up to like maybe five to seven songs, uh. yeah, yeah. Like during during the pandemic itself, we wrote like maybe three or four. Ooh. Uh, yeah, let me see three. Yeah, three or four, and then there's a bunch of other songs that we shelved in the past as well. So, we yeah. So looking back at our material, like we do have enough stuff to like actually put out an album. So it's pretty much achievable. But yeah, it's just pretty much trying to get into the workflow of things. Ah, yeah, nice. trying to get things done. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, like when when it comes to like when you have like songs ready and stuff like to actually mm. make it into an album, I think that's that's the long part, lah, right? Mm, that's the long part. 
that's that's a long part, especially because like, especially now because we're just getting accustomed to this home recording stuff, you know. Whereas before we would go to the studio, you know, we put together and then record. Yeah, yeah. man. I feel like yeah. parking in the studio, like just hanging out, like like you just get the spur of ideas, like it just shows up and just like guys, let's try this, like you know. But yeah, like, you get now, yeah. Now, um, like when you do it online, you're just like. Guys, I have an idea, and I was like, "Okay, okay, cool." <laughs> okay, cool. Record it first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then you record it, and it just sounds like shit. You're just like, ah, never mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It sounds yeah. good till you, till you hit record. Ah, uh. it's always the case. It sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, <laughs> it's always good in your head, but whether you can translate that outside of your head, that's an entirely different story. True, man. That that's the hurdle, uh. One of the hurdles of doing stuff very digitally now. <laughs> yeah, I really miss my studio times, and like recording at home. Like sometimes there are days where you just don't want to record, you know. So so it's it's tough, uh, you know. When when work is not being done, like on my end, I guess, because you know <laughs> taking breaks and stuff. <laughs> so <laughs> so like it it kind of it kind of shows that much of. It has to be a collective thing, you know. Like everyone has to actually work together. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Like, I don't, I don't know how to explain it, but basically, yeah, you need to be really cohesive, lah. Especially mm, yeah. like right yeah. now. If not, like, if one person just doesn't do the work, it's gonna be really hard. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Everyone, everyone has to be kind of be involved. You know, like every step of the way, you have to get someone involved. Like everyone involved, I mean. So then, if you someone just kind of miss one step or two, it just kind of screws up the whole flow, you know. Yeah, it's it's tough. It's tough. Super tough, honestly. Um, uh, but yeah, man, I, I pleasure having you on this podcast, dude. Like, it's been an honor to have you here. Oh, yeah. thank you, thank you. It's yeah, any pleasure. anything you want to say to to like any Lucid fans that listen to this podcast eventually? Um, thank you, thank you for listening this podcast it's been fun being off the stage with my good friend Sandro here and hopefully you guys you guys have some insight and maybe like be entertained for however long this podcast is so yeah <laughs> all right <laughs> Thank you. it's been your boy Sandro Gerzo and this is off the stage with Adam as well and I'm off <laughs> yeah let's go all right ciao dude yeah be safe you too buddy all right